welcome to the Underpowered Podcast. This is episode 12, and our gaming potential may be sparse, but we continue to level up through video games. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, we have Casey Cool. Yo. Sean Poole. Hello. And Justin Robinson, a.k.a. Reverend in Fuego. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Good. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing all right. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice Sunday morning, kind of... Uh easy on that uh sort of thing a little rain but uh nothing too bad did you get any thunderstorms down there oh, yesterday uh not yesterday it was earlier this week we woke up to thunderstorms that were pretty pretty epic yeah yeah there were some mid-afternoon i was getting my haircut because you know phase two opened up so i could finally <laughs> get rid of the shag and mop and my son got his first big boy haircut he's five and uh my wife came and picked him up because my barbershop does it's like they take forever and so she's like i can come pick you up because when i went outside it was storming but i ran home in the rain it was kind of like a 80s movie you know like i gotta tell her i love her you know kind of vibe but it was a good run what about you shelby i heard you had a nice date with your wife yeah yeah doing date nights during uh, this covid thing is kind of a uh, odd time to do them you know what i mean we kind of drove around hit a food truck and just stayed inside we've got some uh, gas station beer so you know that it's you're rocking classy and... yeah uh-huh one of those <laughs> stove pipes uh-huh do you get that straight out of the you know like the the can over there or where do you get gas station beer? well i mean basically you have to go and buy the airplane shot at the liquor store <laughs> or at the liquor store renting store and then mix it into your slushy that's the true professional oh. so yeah. not fireball Ooh. i'm guessing Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> i know i drank some of that last time i drank that i threw up too so and it was just an airplane shot of it bad memories with fireball or mm-hmm. no yeah, never done no that. memories from fireball one of the two but you guys know what the new hotness is right what's that no what what's the that? Uh, peanut butter whiskey uh, oh whiskey. i keep seeing that is that good it's decent um i could feel it going uh about the same route as uh, as fireball like you could overdo it but oh, yeah there's there's a lot of fun things you can do with it. It works really well in maybe your Sunday morning coffee. Ooh. Um, if you want to Irish uh, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just throw that in there as well along with it. Or you can just go full bore and get, yeah, go go with the Baileys and then also uh, uh, get a little bit of Irish whiskey in there and then some peanut butter whiskey. And then at that point, you don't really have any coffee anymore. Right. You have a you have a good time in a cup. <laughs> yeah, you're starting your Sunday off right in that case. Yeah. You know what Full I mean? Full of happiness. Yeah. Our neighbors are really into it, and they keep mixing it with like uh, some jelly-flavored LaCroix, I think is what they were calling it. And they're like, tastes yeah. like a peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That sounds dope. There's a place in Tacoma called Dusty's Hideaway. That's where I found about it, and they have the peanut butter jelly time, which is the screwball with uh, strawberry puree. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it sounds like a dessert. <laughs> Just <laughs> yum. So for those of you who don't know, Rev is from the legendary rock radio show 99.9 KSW. Also have a podcast. Do you produce? Are you a co-host? I'm not exactly sure what that title I, is. I have a I have a lot of podcasts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of. Uh, I really love doing podcasts because yeah, I'm part of BJ and Migs in the morning on 99.9 right. KISW. Uh, you know, six to ten Monday through Friday, and uh, that's fun. But it's you know generally you know more pop culture, rock stuff, and so in order to get my geek on, I do uh, BJ Shay's Geek Nation which mm-hmm. is three days a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, we put out episodes, a little bit about a half hour in length, a little kind of a, almost a morning show type vibe um, with that. And then because I love Tacoma so much, I have a podcast with my friends called the Grit City Podcast, which oh. we, yeah, we talk about um, 
all the weird stuff in uh, Tacoma. There's really, a lot when it comes down to it. The Grit City, right? <laughs> oh, <That's>... Yep. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of weird stuff going from art, from um, different random sports. We try to kind of do it a little bit more of a Hunter S. Thompson kind oh. of vibe with that, so we get the weird stuff. A lot of good food in Tacoma too. I think we <laughs> it's very underrated for restaurants. Absolutely. Like I love like just I'm really happy that Phase Two has started uh, down here. Because Same. you can, I mean, I've been able to do some takeout with some places, which is a lot of fun. But the chance to be able to go sit in a, sit at a bar is uh, pretty enticing to me at this point in time. Oh yeah. Now, for those who don't know, Justin or Rev, I, I know everyone calls him the Rev. I, I know him as Justin too. Him and I used to work together years ago when I was a very young man at the radio station. Yeah. I worked at the country station, and he was nice enough to give me the time of day and talk to me about things. We became friends then. Uh, I remember I went to my first Emerald City Comic Con with you. We nerded out over many things. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's been such a long time, and you're big in the con scene too. Do you still go to like Dragons Con and all that? Um, well, after this year, I might just be retiring from convention life. I'll yeah. be perfectly honest. Um, like going to conventions mm-hmm. anyway, you would uh, always deal have to deal with Concred. Um, but now yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot more. Uh, a lot uh, more interesting on that end. So I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, like a lot of local conventions up until this year, I'd been going uh, Norwest Con. Uh, one of my favorites is the horror convention that usually would happen in May, Crypticon. Oh, that's right. Um, You're a horror guy. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yep. I love that. I love the geeky stuff. Um, I mean, even in the last couple of years, there have been different steampunk conventions because uh, I love I love everything that has to do with steampunk. That'd be cool. Yeah. And so, uh, like, my wedding was a steampunk wedding in Vegas, and Ooh. my bar, my I have a bar in my house that is. I saw pictures of that. This bar is amazing, by the way. Yeah, it's a you total a steampunk bar. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you can find a lot of those like on my Instagram if you just go to Rev and Fuego. There's some pictures on that, but yeah. How did you get started in radio and podcasting? Um. Well, with uh, with radio, it was one of those things where. Uh, my grandfather had passed and he had left a a fair amount of money because he had just like squirreled up a whole bunch of money, just a ton of money. So that way when he did pass that my grandmother would have, uh, you know, nothing to worry about. Uh, and she didn't. And she was like, well, you should do something. And I was like, you're right. I'm a security guard. I should probably do something else besides, uh, uh, sitting overnights and playing world of Warcraft, uh, uh, at work which I did a lot. And uh, so uh, I was like, okay, well, maybe we'll figure something out. And I tried to get into the Art Institute and do like multimedia and web design. And that didn't really pan out because as much as I love the creativity of it Mm -hmm. all, I really didn't enjoy the nuts and bolts of trying to code. Mm. And finally it just came down to where me and my buddy were talking about all the different jobs that we would ever want to do. And we tried to go be bartenders. We thought we were going to be truck drivers and then we're like, well, we're gonna we're gonna start a radio show. I mean, hell, Howard Stern can do it. How hard can it be? <clears throat> Cough. Uh, <laughs> You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. And so I ended up uh, just deciding to go down to uh, Clover Park Technical College when they had a radio program at the time, and uh, went through that course. And then through uh, through that, it's a it was a pretty short course at the time, and it's no longer a thing anymore, unfortunately. But uh, after, oh, man, maybe like 18 months or so, they're like, oh, do an internship. And I was like, well, I want to go and intern for a buddy who works in promotions in Tampa. And then about two months before I was about to do all of that, he got fired. 
Because oh. welcome to Whoa. radio. Yes. Sometimes that just happens. Happened to me. No, uh, it happens. Yeah, it's a part of the job. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. And it's one of those, it's with any sort of gig creative uh, creative job, it's going to have that problem with that. Right. They, they kept and... telling me when I got like, uh, like well, you've made it in radio. You've been fired. I was like, that means I made it? This is a horrible feeling. I do not like this at all. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, so I uh, after that happened, I was kind of trying to figure out what to do. And I thought that Seattle was too big of a market to, like, go intern at. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to get into talk radio, and I'd been listening to The Buzz at the time, which eventually became the country station that uh, Casey was working yes, at. Yes, yes, it did. Uh... And so there was this blowhard in the morning and the mid-afternoons, and I was like, well, he's kind of interesting. I bet I could intern for them. And lo and behold, I interned for BJ when he was on the buzz. Uh, a month later, the buzz blew uh. up and became the country station. <laughs> so, so as an intern, I got to got to witness that happening. But he moved over to KISW at that time, and I just interned and went along with. Uh, and literally, I've been there almost wow. the last fifteen That's, years. Yeah, I I mean, I remember when mm-hmm. the buzz converted over and stuff, and yeah, that was crazy. I didn't realize BJ was on the buzz. Yeah, yep, he was doing middays at the time. I grew up gotcha. listening to BJ when I worked at, like in a warehouse in community college when Sean, when you and I met. He was on the buzz, and then the buzz made that oh, shift yeah. when we kind of shift off the culture. I remember that was a big thing. So you got you got mm-hmm. your. Like you got a lot of life lessons about radio really fast. Um, now yes. moving forward, the show has grown a lot. You guys have been on air for how many years now? Since two thousand six, yeah, uh, January third, two thousand six. So we're in our fourteenth year now. Wow, that's a big deal. Yeah, in radio, mm-hmm. a lot of shows don't make it that long. Yeah, um, Stern was on there beforehand, and then most of the stations uh, across the country didn't have. Uh, they didn't really know what to put in after Howard. And so somehow BJ was able to click. He'd already been here for a little while, so that really helped on that end. Now, I remember what I liked most about you and what we talked about first was I was talking about podcasts when I worked there because that was the big thing in college, and you were big on the podcast. You had Undead Radio at the time, which that's not – you're not doing that anymore, correct? No. uh, I stopped doing Undead Radio just because it it got kind of boring, kind of dull. Yeah. Um, Very repetitive when Mm -hmm. it comes down to it because it was just – the the three guys talking around about whatever's going on in their lives is yeah. is sort of fun, but when it was just me basically talking about magic and the other two guys making fun of me talking about magic, <laughs> uh, it got kind of. I was like, eh, yeah, I guess we don't need to worry about that, and I got kind of tired of being the only person prepping for it all. So, mm. right, get, it takes a team. Yeah, and that was when. So I did Undead Radio. Gosh, maybe two, three years. Um, just as a weekly thing that we had, and we put it up on the station sites. And then that was when BJ had started talking about possibly doing a geek-centric podcast. Uh, right. And he was he was just in the thought of it. And he was like, well, that would be kind of fun to do. And I was just like, nah, let's do it. And, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. And, I, and like, literally like the next week, I was like, so you ready to do this? And he's like, wait, what? And I was like, no, we'll just talk, and we'll just figure it out. And that, when it started, it was just once a week, and we would just – kind of smash everything into it so we'd have multiple interviews over like a 90 minute podcast right. mm-hmm. and then we realized it would probably it's probably a better thing for people to have on if they're essentially just if they were going to be on the show their interview would just be the dedicated part of that podcast yeah, yeah that makes sense so if somebody yeah somebody is like the third interview in a 90 minute one like it's 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 a feat if a lot of people get to the 90th minute on a podcast so right right i want to give everyone a chance on that and yeah i've been doing that Oh, man. 
eight to ten years now, I think. Yeah, I was looking at that on Apple, you guys, and it's going great, and I, I love it. Because the other thing I like about it, so BJ gets this rap of being like, you know, like a shock jock guy, but at mm-hmm. the heart of it, he's a nerd. He's oh, yeah. a giant nerd, and you're a giant nerd. <laughs> We're all nerds here. Yeah. And so it shows, I think that's like the real BJ to me, and so I love it when he gets to geek out on stuff, and uh, you as well. And you guys cover all geekdom. Like, you cover comic games, everything. Yeah, and that was the, the the one thing I really wanted to do with that is like, yeah, I love video games and I could talk about video games all the time, but there's so much more to the world than all mm-hmm. of that. Thanks, Rev. Um, <laughs> we're on a video game podcast. Tell me about it. No. I'm just saying that like <laughs> video games take up the majority of my life. Yes, yes. But like uh, uh, on that same note, it's the same way now with BJ that board games just consume right. him. So yeah, so he gets super deep into those. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm becoming a board game guy slowly. I've been playing. I got this game called Five Minute Dungeon. Oh right, I remember you telling us. And it's 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 like uh, you have five tile cards and they each have two classes, and you play. It's a deck building. You get a set deck based off your class, and you have to beat a, a dungeon with other cards. It's very fun. I highly recommend it. And the game takes 25 minutes, but it take it's a cooperative game. Nice. In the vein of D and D, it's D and D esque and video game esque. Uh, it's a good time. Yeah, especially um, right now when we're all shelter in place and whatnot. It's like a, mm-hmm. all I want to do is go and play board games with friends right now. <laughs> like it's like get me I out know. of this house. Let's go play. <laughs> yeah, that's been with me with D and D lately because I have a game that would be twice a month uh, at my house, and right now we're doing it online. And using D or while I don't roll twenty. Uh, yeah, yeah, using Roll20, mm-hmm. D&D Beyond, and Discord. And that's fun, but, like, having everyone be, like, like I guess maybe just being able to cat-wrangle people to come and, like, show up to your house yeah. and hang out is, like, really neat. Yeah. Just getting the vibe and the energy of a room is really the best part about it for yeah. me. I really want to get into D. Sean got really yes. into D&D in the last few years, too. I would love for to do a I'm I would definitely go deep. <laughs> on that i have a character in mind it's so easy once you start once you dip your toes in you're like all right well now i need all of the books i need this and this and this and you know because i was three thousand dollars later i was dming so i was having to like learn every read everything and learn all the classes and all that sort of stuff and you know just being an rpg and just like fantasy nerd in general it was just like boom all in and yeah online though online versus in person is a totally different beast like they both work but they're both totally different on the online now can you make a nice board or can you make a setting where people can see the map now that was my thing like i wanted to see okay that's kind of cool and there's uh, there's different ways to do it there's fantasy grounds um i use roll 20 because it's just the one that i've used um Mm -hmm. um, for so long and i mean even some people are just using discord because they have uh i think it's called avre um, a V R A E. It's a bot that you can. Yeah, we have that in our Discord. Discord. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just for fun. We just do. for we fun. Do. We have it in there for dice rolls and stuff. Yeah, like, all right, you want to go? Roll twenty. You roll some, one. Some, oh. yeah, it's perfect. It's <laughs> yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Some people even use a tabletop simulator. Like, I feel really? like it's a lot more in depth. But yeah, then you get the full three D. Like, people make whole custom assets and stuff. And it's like if you want to kind of video gamify it, you know, people can pick it up and mess with it. But I feel like it's a lot more prep work as a DM because DM is all about prep, you know, getting mm-hmm. everything ready. And, you know, you want to minimize it as much as possible, but you do don't want to, like, make it boring and stuff. So, it's you know, but yeah, table yeah, t- it, tabletop sims interesting. Right. 
it's trying to rail it's not trying to railroad somebody and giving them a whole bunch of choices and hoping yeah. that they make one of those and not go off on their own thing which everyone which, is just gonna do oh yeah <laughs> i feel like yeah, it's hard to like i played pathfinder one time and there was mm-hmm. like eight of us it was too many people i feel like you need like oh, yeah. oh yeah like five is maybe the largest number you could have and that's including the dm you know so there's five there's four people in the party and the dm can let it go i was i would i definitely want to dip my toes into that as well um <laughs> So what's going on for you and BJ and Mix now and BJ Geek Nation? What do you have coming up uh, projects um, you guys are working on? With uh, with BJ and Mix, it's just kind of the normal the normal thing as we're doing every single day. Just trying to get through all of this and have some fun and give people a little bit of a reprieve. Yeah. In terms of not uh, not necessarily having to focus on all the bad stuff in the world. And yeah. We do obviously we you have to address a lot of this stuff going on. Right. Just because that's what it is in the world. But we try to uh, have some fun conversations. Um, a lot of it's based around food because usually people can either uh, can either bond or at least have a nice fun uh, fun argument about food. Yeah, everybody eats. Right. right. We we got into it because on Friday it was National Donut Day. Yes. And then you get into the arguments about what what is a donut. I was listening to you guys <laughs> talk about this about donut holes versus yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and that was because they're like, "What's your favorite donut?" And I was like, "Well." Well, my favorite's a maple bar, but Same. is it a donut because there's no hole in it? So, I know you in Tacoma, Pow's Donuts. Have you gone to Pow's on 6? I have. Yes, I've gone uh, to Pow's. That milk They're bar. so good. The milk bar. And then the Kroller. The Kroller is my favorite, where it's like, it's riveted and it's just air and glaze. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, my wife and I are doing this diet thing right now, so I can't eat any refined sugars for like a month. That's, I'm going now. The like on the thirtieth, I'm gonna get into down six. Oh, I love Save it house. to your calendar. Yes, just eye it with like you know that Simpsons where Homer quits drinking and like the slow red X. <laughs> um, but uh, so and then BJ, well, I was gonna say, are you working at the station? Are you working from home? We are working at the station. Okay. Uh, basically, what it had come down to is that uh, a, almost everybody who has their own singular show um, is working from home because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, through the awesomeness of technology, uh, they can voice track and do all the stuff and everything from there. Um, but with what we do, since like there's like seven people on the show, right? There's you, and- Steve, BJ, Vicky. Uh, his son's the board op now, right? Uh, his son, no, uh, Danny's the board op. Okay. Uh, his son and daughter work uh, behind the scenes stuff. Sarah does social media, and Joe he he's a backup for the board, but he'll do stuff um, like uh, uh, editing audio, getting stuff ready, loading okay. podcasts. He's an engineer. Yeah, and so there's so many of us. There was a plan that we were gonna do like go to somebody's house and just record there and get all the setup, but literally like it, there's so many of us. Yeah. It was just easier to have all the technology there and be able to just do clean everything there yeah. every day and just do wipe downs and all of that stuff as opposed to having to worry about technical just, stuff yeah. at home. Yeah, and setting up a thing in somebody's basement and then cramping everybody in on that. Some people did. Some of the shows that had a, a three or four people did that. Okay. Hmm. But uh, a lot of them have come back. So Yeah, a lot of people, everyone's starting to come back. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. It, no, Phase two. Phase two. What, uh, part of our show mm-hmm. is that Shelby and I met in college. He's my fraternity brother. I lived together. And Sean and I met in college. Sean's one of my best friends. These were two of my closest friends. College but 101. College 101 was the class. Yes, <laughs> was it was the a class. philosophy teacher. And he was definitely stoned all the time. 
Um, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> he brought his dog into class. He was very professional. <laughs> we have a bond over video games. Sean used to work for Machinima. Shelby oh, cool. and I, lifelong gamers. And it, Sean worked for Funhouse as well. Sean, Sean deep on the interwebs. But uh, we've all bonded over video games. And the big thing for us is, uh, you know, I'm a dad now. I have two kids. Shelby's a dad. And we are professionals and other... Sean is a, not a dad. That, that you know of. cat dad. No, Sean is not a dad. <laughs> yeah, cat dad. Sean yeah, is, a, yeah. was a, is he was a big-time streamer for a while, and he would be gifted games. So Sean has a mm-hmm. backlog of, on Steam, how many games it's now? It's like 900 games. Or 900 games. And Shelby and I always talked about games that we you buy and you just never get to play, right? Or games that always <laughs> escaped you. So we decided to make a list of 15 games, and we have, like, a monthly competition to see... We're having a... It's an in-long competition to see who can beat their 15 games first of old games, right? Oh, wow. And each month, we see who beats the most. I won the first month, and Shelby's punishment was he's doing a podcast with me. We're going to put a special episode up uh, where he has to watch the anime Demon Slayer, and we talk about that, and we weeb out. <laughs> and then uh, I lost this last month, and because people voted <laughs> for ours, yeah. it tied. Our vote tied on our Twitter. It was... 300 push-ups a day, which I'm doing every day now. Paint a portrait. <laughs> that was Casey. Casey yeah. put that one forward because we each threw like a what? challenge into the pot and then right. they voted. And uh, so Casey <laughs> yes. did that and then Sean, it's been okay. I told the guys last week I thought I was having a heart attack Man, from the chest pains in my left side of my chest. I was a little freaked out. But it was up <laughs> yeah, high. You, you it wasn't in the center. It. That's the thing. Your heart's really right here. Um, and then... Sean said paint a portrait of the loser, but Shelby told me he wants me to do a spray paint stencil now on stream. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've been what? playing a lot of Infamous Second Son, and there's like a lot of spray wow. paint art, and it looks so cool. So, yeah. I can do that. I can do that. It that's actually so probably cool. easier for me. So, yeah, that's what's going to happen now. And then the third one, we had Ben Bertoli. He's written for Kotaku. He's a big-time video game writer on the show. And he was like, hey, maybe the loser needs to eat a raw potato. So we called that one's chat because the, all three ended in a tie, right? We're calling it the triple P. So I'll be putting a video of me eating a raw potato nice. up on Friday. Nice. But, uh, I'm not losing. So nice. th- today, because we're thinking about this next month's challenge, and we're going to put it up for a vote on our Twitter. Justin, you don't have to think of it right now. You can think of a consequence or punishment for us, uh, for the loser this month, for who beats the most games. Uh, oh, okay, I've perfect. already got one. All right. Um, but we with our backlog... As being our guest, Rev, we let the guest help us pick for that month for our next round of punishments, and we're going to put it up on Twitter. So what is your suggestion for a punishment for the loser this month? So I don't know um, how much you guys love karaoke or loathe karaoke. <laughs> um, yes, but we're gonna, I had this thought, but too. But we're going to get specific in this because it's a lot of fun. This is one that we had um, back uh, on BJ and Migs. We did a live day where we were at the Snoqualmie Casino. And okay. we had a karaoke challenge, and everyone did their okay. own different songs. And uh, I decided to come out uh, dressed up as the one, the only, the meat loaf. <laughs> and I sang, um, I would do anything. Bad of hell? Uh, and no, no, oh. anything. Oh, no. Well, God, uh, but I won't do that. I would do anything yeah, for no, love, yeah. but I won't do that. So I did the yeah. first, uh, the first little bit of it. So I feel that the whole song is a seven minute. Um, <laughs> is it? uh epic 
and that, yeah, that yeah, that's a, a bit yeah. much i feel but i feel maybe like the like the first lead in intro maybe the first uh chorus might be enough right there <laughs> Uh, like a minute, minute. And so a wait, half. we have to sing meatloaf. Yes. We have to sing meatloaf. Yes. We can't sing our own song. No, oh, no. and you've got to put some. You got to put some gravitas to it. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Maybe get a green screen and put a video of yourself up doing it. Uh, okay. Well, I have a feeling I know it's going to win. Uh, <laughs> Shelby, did you have any ideas? Uh, to be continued. Let's definitely work that into um, the Twitter poll. But man, it's this. I want to like raise the stakes a little bit. Now oh, that okay. I know that we could do all three of these, like things are getting serious now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they tie. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's so? What are you raising the stakes with? What, what, do... what do you have on your mind? What are you thinking? Well, I had an idea for karaoke too, but I was going to do shower karaoke where you had to sing in the bathtub and do three different songs, right? Or like something like that <laughs> where you're in the shower. Obviously, top halves only, right? But uh, and you're gonna get good acoustics in there. But I would say you'd have to perform a song. You have to do like for the month. You have to record two songs. You have to. Do I two think bottom halves shower. only, and then they have to guess who it's singing. <laughs> well, <laughs> the carpet matches the drapes. That's what they gotta look for. Um, that's what it is. But okay, so we have karaoke. Sean, what about you? I've been trying to think of something. Uh, uh, my p- portrait painting one was so good last time. I think uh, we go with singing as a change. I think that seems to be the theme. Singing right? is the theme? Yeah, singing <laughs> is the theme. Which kind of sing sing song? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone has to dance to like either Just Dance or a dancing game of some. Your choice of dancing game. Nice. I love that. I have Just Dance on the Switch because my son got that for his yeah, birthday. Yeah, so people can get access to okay. a dance game of some kind. So shower karaoke, meatloaf karaoke, <laughs> and Just Dance on the Just Dance performance. Okay, I think those are good. I think those are good. Should I be cool with those ones? Yeah, no, that works. I mean, my my I know car's which one I'm voting for. my car's getting a little <laughs> dirty too. I mean, I'd really like you to come over and wash it next month. That well. has nothing oh. to do with singing. So why don't we save? Why don't we you do can sing while you hold want. on? You can I think sing while you do it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, we Swim can make personal suits required. Uh, okay, to just uh, warrant cherry pie playing in the background. Um, you gotta roll across the yeah. hood. I'll set it up. Um, White snake dancing on the hood. Great. Yeah. Um, why don't we make personal chores our punishment next month? We can talk about that. It'll be the theme. Because I got some things you could do for me too, like build a fence. Uh, but oh, you're not gonna like this fence. This fence oh, is no. not gonna be something you like. I, I I would help you. I would be the charge. I just need the bodies. Okay. So those are that. That's good. We'll put that up on Twitter uh, with the launch of the episode. Uh, so is there any video games that you want to get back to that you've started or you missed playing? Um, well, th- there's a couple of them. First off, um, one of the funniest ones was that uh, the Spider-Man for the PS4. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, for- I forgot I bought it. <laughs> um, and so I was doing a little bit of cleaning and kind of re... Because my-, my PS4 is in my bar. And I was like, you know, just kind of doing a little setup and clean up and stuff. And then I found it. It's still in the cellophane. Like, literally, right now, it's still in the cellophane. <laughs> oh. So, and I know everyone says this, how amazing it is, and so that's one I want to get into. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, I've got a buddy who has been yelling at me to play Last of Us because Last yeah. of Us 2 is coming out. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, it's one of the best games ever. So I bought it remastered. It was on sale in the PlayStation Network. And I've played about two hours of it. And it's fun. But also, you know, dealing with uh, an apocalypse brought about by... A uh, yeah, uh, a respiratory uh, illness is kind of not necessarily my bag (laughs) right now. A little too surreal, maybe. Nah, the best timing, yeah. I tried to hop in and play Infamous Second Son, and it's set in Seattle, and it's like protesters, <laughs> post-apocalyptic, like, police everywhere. Yeah, I can't like, escape right now. This is a horrible right game to be playing right now. My timing yeah. could not be worse. So those are the ones. And then also, I uh, I downloaded the Bioshock collection, because that was Which super cheap. Which is totally up your alley, because that's, that's steampunk, yeah. mm-hmm. basically, right? Yeah. So I've been rolling. I've been playing a little bit of that. So I've been dabbling in those ones, but I haven't gotten quite to the fact that I want to finish them because I've been literally spending all my time playing Fallout seventy. Oh yeah, with the new Wastelanders. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think about that? With because that was uh, how can we put that launch? That launch was hot, hot doo doo. Um, right? that that launch with was Bethesda. A hundred percent. Yes. Right. Right. And so when I got into when I get, first got into Fallout seventy six because I got into it like week before beta doing all this pre-order i I was in Mm -hmm. i knew it but i also i kind of knew that it was going to be essentially an online dlc for fallout 4 and knowing bethesda and the fact that they don't even bother patching their own games they get (laughs) other people to do it i knew it was Mm -hmm. gonna be a bit of a uh, janky yeah and so i was being very patient with it and i played it for a while and then it fell off just Mm -hmm. as it goes uh, and then Wastelanders came out, and I've been all yeah. in on it. I've just been going nuts. I have my own like like role play character, Grady Brady, <laughs> who's just uh, like a sixty a sixty year old man who's just tired of this crap, and he's too old to run around and do stuff. <laughs> do you hard do you hard RP it like you damn kids? If there's people <laughs> around, yeah. Or sometimes okay, I'll just good. turn on the microphone and just mumble to myself while I'm doing stuff. It's like, oh, I gotta get on. <laughs> I got to get on the Facebooks here and then starts ticking tacking while I'm doing some hacking and stuff like that. Uh. <laughs> Just in case somebody's around because there might be. There's always people hiding out. Right, right. Well, that's, that's cool. Hilarious. So so how does that compare to the other Fallouts? Are you a big Fallout guy? Oh, Have yeah. you played them all? I've or? played okay. I've played all of the Fallouts. My the the my white whale uh is trying to beat Fallout 2. Uh-huh. Um just that's be- your backlog. That's your game. Huh? That's that's the one where I'll go back to, and you've got a certain time limit on the game in order oh. to. Uh, you've got to go find the Garden of Creation, uh, Garden of Eden Creation mm. Kit to save your town. And I just get distracted, and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna go kill <laughs> these people, and I want to go do this and this." And then they're like, "You ran out of time. Your town's dead." Fallout like, oh. two, Fallout two <laughs> isometric, right? Is it? It's like kind of mm-hmm. top down. Yeah, the three quarter mm-hmm. top down. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it it's totally different in terms of what, you know, Fallout 3, 4, 76 yeah. ended up being. Um, but, I mean, those uh, Fallout 1 and 2 were the two that really got me into that, like, into that genre. And they are so yeah. tough. Like, you'll just end up in an area where you're just hopeful, uh, hopelessly out-leveled. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I don't know where else to go. I guess I can try to kill these things that will kill me in one hit and then you're just trying to use like like movement yeah. hacks and not even hacks but just like like features yeah, you're of like the gaming game. the game you're like well if i move four right. steps away 
I can shoot them and they can't attack me because they've got to run over here. And I do that for an hour and a half and maybe <laughs> they'll die. I've definitely done that in a lot of MMOs, right. you know, where you're like trying to almost mm-hmm. like exploit. Not You're not exploiting because it's a base of the game, but, you know, you're standing up on a rock or something so they can't hit you. Or yep. Using the pathing yes. features, which I used to do in EverQuest oh, yeah. all the time. Cube definitely. <laughs> well, that's what you're playing. Thank you. And that's a great segue into our segment, too, about what we're playing. Um, so, and... With seventy six, right, would you recommend it now with all the updates? Would, would you still? Would it, is it still a hot doo doo? It's st- it's still a buggy mess. Like they've been trying to add in things like player vending, but they had to turn that off because you would somebody would come up and buy something that was in your stash, not something you put up for sale. Oh, <laughs> so you were trying to save yeah. it, and then someone or they or they literally they put out a punch bowl that you could buy or get for free in their uh, their store. And then you set it up, and people can like steal your legendary stuff off of your character through the punch bowl. Awesome! <laughs> so, oh Bethesda, I can't necessarily Whoa. recommend it if you really love the Fallout stuff and you're you're fine with the game just randomly crashing and stuff randomly happening, and you know mm-hmm. bugs, quote features, those sort of things. I mean, I I'm a glutton for punishment. Like I've played a whole bunch of bad games yeah. in the past that I was fine with. So while I can't recommend it, you'll still see me playing it. Yeah. I have yeah. a couple of coworkers that play it all the time. And a couple of months ago, one of the guys found like a very high ranking coveted gun. Right. So he's like, Hey, you need to check out this gun. So he goes to his buddy. He drops it on the ground to his buddy to pick it up, picks it up, shoots it a couple of times. Yeah. And this is neat. He drops it back on the ground and the gun just disappeared. Like, yep. it was gone. Like, could <laughs> not get the gun back. Yep, I, I've, had th- I've had that happen. I accidentally dropped a gun. I looked around for the little paper bag, and it was gone. And I'm like, well, that was fun. And I didn't play for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. But but I will say, those two individuals that play that game have nothing but good things to say about it. They love it. They're just like, this is the greatest <laughs> game ever, even though it took my favorite gun. There's so, much, there's so many fun things, and I love the setting, and I love the world building, and I love what they've done with it, that I'm mm-hmm. very... Very acceptable of what the game is in terms of the structure. It drives me nuts, though, because like Bethesda gets away with that. Bethesda can put something out that's not finished <laughs> yeah. and just expect people. Like Skyrim was the last game that they kind of polished. I feel like and all their other Fallout's that came out were never fully finished or developed and always janky, and then they make them better later. And I know they have that. What's the game they have coming out that they keep talking about? Star. Uh, oh yeah, Citizen? what is it? No, no not Star. No, yeah, they're not. Yeah. No, that's the other one. It's Starlink um, something. Something. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> something spacey. <laughs> and they got Elder Scrolls 4 Starfield. they're working Starfield. on. Starfield. Starfield. Yeah, but I mean, you, I think we got to give them credit where credit's due. I yeah. mean, the games that they're building are so intricate and there's so many things going on that it's a lot easier for there to be bugs in there inherently with the scope that they're trying to capture, I think. You know what would make it work better? If uh, Epic bought them and used all their Fortnite money, and then everything would work. No. <laughs> no. no. Or or put Fallout 76 in Fortnite. There Ooh, Fortnite there. 76? <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People just dancing everywhere. doing. You know. Yeah, they don't have any dumb dances in Fallout, so I'm happy about that. I also am a glutton for punishment, so <laughs> a part of the backlog challenge is the winner gets to pick the game the loser has to beat for the next month. So I have to drop all my other game projects I have that I'm trying to beat. And I dropped Dragon. I'm taking a pause on Dragon's Dogma, even though it's enjoyable, uh, for Shelby picked Hollow Knight. Yeah. And so I started playing mm-hmm. Hollow Knight. And 
I love like Mega Man's, which are traditionally a pretty hard platformer game. I love like Celeste, where you're just beating your head against the wall. <laughs> Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania. If you have you played Hollow Knight? No, Rift? no, I have not. I haven't heard of it. Okay, so it, it's got a really cool style. You're a bug, basically, right? And it says black and white. This art style kind of reminds me of Nightmare Before Christmas oh, yeah. in a way, because yeah. everything's like black and white and gray in the initial going, but it's not claymation. It's just that it's very uh, what's his name? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah. Mary Timber. And uh, you initially start with no power-ups. You just have your sword. The enemies can punish you really hard. There's this giant bug that kept hitting me with his giant spear. I couldn't jump over him time. I died oh, right. like yeah, 15 times to that. And now most people, <laughs> my brother-in-law tells me I like these, they call them repeater games, where you're just doing the same thing over and over and over to beat it. And I go, yeah, because I want to mm-hmm. beat that thing. That thing killed me, so now I have to kill it. I'm like, oh, this game's hard. And my wife's like, why are you playing it? Because she heard me going, like, I'm swearing at the game, playing it. <laughs> and I go, she's like, if you, it sounds like you're not having a good time. And I look at her, I'm like, I'm having the best time. <laughs> like, you don't even know. You don't even know right now. This is what I needed. Uh, so I love the challenging aspect of it. What's interesting is I need to go back up to the city because you find the map, mm-hmm. but the map never shows your personal icon. And I think there might be an item yeah. to buy that can show. Is there an item I can buy that shows so, me where I am? Okay. Yeah, so like one of the biggest complaints I had about the game, and I'll kind of let you come to your own conclusion, but basically you're, you wander into these new areas and you have to find the person that provides you the map in that area. Right, mm-hmm. and I don't mind that. I, I, I realized that pretty quick because he always hums. If you hear him humming, you can go find him. He's always like, <laughs> and so just look at that. But I, I found a random <laughs> bug that's like, oh, your weapon's just basically a nail. Come back up to the city, and now I can give you new weapons. I, I would like the boss fights, because I fought some botfly monster where I killed him, and he's dead, right? I'm like, huh, they won't let me leave this little area that I'm in, because it came up on the screen and said the name of the monster. It's like monster. And then his stomach starts yep. moving, and a hundred other little flies come out of him, and I was like, oh, no! And so I killed that really flat fast. <laughs> mm. Um but it's not, like, grotesque in any way. It's, like, kind of, I don't want to say cute, maybe endearing. It's got really unique style. And that I'm a sucker yeah. for that. If a game has a, a 16-bit style or does really goes hard into its look and its aesthetic and has good storytelling, that's great for me. I'm big on that. And then it comes down to gameplay. And the gameplay is great. The music is okay. I'm not really blown away by its sound. It's pretty ominous, you know? But I think that's for setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm... I think three hours in, I'm definitely going to play more today. I'm kind of jonesing for it. But the other thing I got back into, because I have to beat this game, and I have a bunch of other projects, I also made a bet with a friend. I started playing World of Warcraft Classic. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did that for a month. What kind of bet? Just for a month. I just had to play for a month. What was that, Red? I did that, I did that for That's... a month. Yeah. And do you play WoW anymore, or are you, are you, I, are you I, off the hair arm? I did that for a month. <laughs> And then yeah. I realized that I, I I didn't want to go back to that grind. I didn't want to do. I, I didn't play Battle uh, for Azeroth, um, the, mm. the the last mm-hmm. WoW expansion. I ended at I think Legion was the one before that, um, yes. and I it, it didn't really give me any sort of drive to come back. But classic, I was like, oh, this will be fun. I remember when it was just the most terrifying mm. thing in the world to be a night elf priest in a PvP server. Yeah, <laughs> and just running for your life yeah. constantly, and I and I did that up until about level thirty or so. I think I got about level thirty in about thirty days, and then I realized that the Amazing. grind at that point was just far too much for me to want to spend a lot of time on. Too right. So yeah. my buddies are in a really good guild, and I got to level ten, and then he power leveled me to like 
took 12 and a half for like an hour. He just ran me through instances, and he told me at certain points he'll power level me, so that's cool. The bet was I could get to 40 by the end of the month. And I said, yeah, I could do that. So I'm going to try to do that and beat Hollow Knight this month. So, um, <laughs> if I, But I also have some other games on the back burner. But I'm enjoying it. I play, I played a unde- I'm playing an Undead Rogue. I never leveled an Undead. And um, that starting area is really nice. What's his name? His name is Fujitora. It is a reference to oh. the anime One Piece. Um, <laughs> it's a character that's blind, and he's a swordsman, and he's badass. And my undead rogue has no eyes, nice. hence being the blind swordsman like him. Mm. And uh, it's it's cool. I I have like I was running through RFC, and I was like, oh, this brings me back. You know, like he's he, my buddy's just power leveling me through it. And he's like, okay, then you're going to get to level 17, then I'll run you through Shadow Thing Keep for a couple levels, and then you just got to get to, what level do you have to get? 34 to get to SM or whatever? No, it's like 28 Oh, awesome. 29. Perfect. Yeah, you can do Perfect. the earlier stuff that that low. Yeah, well, people, no, he's in a guild mm-hmm. where people just level all to power level. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you get to, like, you're that level by yeah. the, that. So I'm, I'm down for that. I, I love classic WoW PvP. And so part of that appeals to me, and I would love to just have a 60 that I could jump on and just go play a couple games of, like, Warzone Gulch. <laughs> if I could do that every weekend, I'd be totally fine with WoW. You were trying to you were trying to make deals with, uh, with like, with our buddy Chad and stuff to be like, we, we'll level a character <laughs> <I know>. together, <laughs> or you level a character to 60, and then I'll play it. Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll play with you. Yeah. You were, like, bargaining so you wouldn't have to do the leveling. Yeah, you're like, just play, I'll just play it. My friend, yeah, my play. friend Eric always refers to me as Eric Cartman in certain situations like that, <laughs> where I'm trying to get people to do the dirty-handed work for me to bask <laughs> in the glory, which, yes, I am. Because it's, you know, I have two kids, and I'm happily married, and I'd like to stay happily married, so WoW is a yeah. big-time commitment. It's grindy. It's Going grindy. back to classic, it, especially once you hit, like, 30, and it slows down so much. Right. And you're just like, how did I have time for this when I was younger? Like, yeah. how how was I? Well, no, and that's the thing. Know. I think about it. I wish I did. I played less while when I was younger. I wish I did more martial arts. I wish I, you know, hung out more. But it was fun because that's how you and I bonded and stuff. Yeah. Because we had no responsibilities either. That was the that that's the answer. Yeah. Right. We had to go to school and go to work. Life was kind of pretty easy. And uh, <laughs> but there's kids, people that kids that's, ruined it. Well, the other thing is that's the only game certain people, like most of those people, that's their game. That's it. They don't play a lot of other games. That is what they devote their time to. That is their hobby. Yeah. And I can totally respect that because it is a great game. Hands down, it's probably like if people talk to me, if I was a video game historian, I was to say greatest games of all time, World of Warcraft is definitely in the discussion because of what it's done culturally. Phenomen- it's a phenomenon. People are still playing it. I, it's, it's probably the biggest, most subscribed to MMO still, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't know. It's one. It's definitely one of the top ones. What would you think would pass it? Final Fantasy fourteen, maybe. I know they don't release those numbers though, right? No, no they all but don't. I mean, so are you mean? Do you mean just paid? Oh yeah, true. MMOs, because I mean the free oh, MMOs yeah. are definitely going to eat its lunch, I would imagine. Yeah. But there's probably a free version of WoW now that I say it out loud. People huh? have had free servers, and the Blizzard police have come and shut them down for sure. Gotcha. But no, WoW has at its peak was millions upon millions. I know Fortnite's numbers in the free games now crush that because everything's free to play. I'd be interesting to see if in a world where WoW pivots to free to play. Yeah, because I see a lot more games doing that. And they might just be at the tail end of their cycle. You know what I mean? They've been around for for so long that you would twenty think years. That maybe they'd move almost. on to something else. And if it's not broken, don't fix it. And they have people paying it happily. So why yeah. go there? But yeah. 
Yeah. People love yeah, Casey, the WoW would lore. you put Warhammer Online on that, too? On that list of greatest oh, and most God. influential games? I know. <laughs> I see Rev playing uh, it, no, too. <laughs> I would not. I know. We got... So, Rev, oh, you joined the guild because right. I got you into that game, and Sean was running the guild. And that game had a lot of potential, and I love that it was... Pete, you could level up from player versus player. That's my like my biggest knock on WoW is like you can't leveling up on player versus players. Yeah, so difficult and dumb to do. But no, Warhammer was that's just a that's something that flopped. There's so many MMOs that flop. You know, like when I see a cool shiny MMO come out, I'm like, all right, how long is this one gonna last? I'm always mm-hmm. surprised by which ones stick. Like Final Fantasy 14, they restarted the game. Yeah. It was bad, and then they they made an event where Bahamut came and destroyed the world, and then they restructured the game. They're like, okay, we're making it a new game. That's crazy. That's a crazy... Um, no clip with Daniel Dwyer. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. He used to be GameSpot. He, he does it. documentaries on games. He did a whole documentary on Final Fantasy XIV. It's fascinating. I highly, yeah. I, it's on YouTube. Yeah, highly recommend. That's cool. It. I think I think you should add WoW to your backlog, and then you have to finish that before we you can win. <laughs> finish WoW. <laughs> you you can't finish WoW. Let's see. What is how long to beat? Say it takes to beat World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, I would I would love to hear that. Why you look that up? The only game that's not available. <laughs> Uh, Three thousand fifty-seven hours. <laughs> hard pass on that. Hard pass on that. No, I'm doing like I'm doing a push-up challenge. I'm doing. I have to. Mike, I made a thing with my cousin. Where it's like who can run the most miles this month. Like before we did our podcast, I went and ran three miles. I'm sweating right here. I didn't get time to change. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna be a hot mess. Um, uh, that's good. That's good. Busy, yes. busy. You know, so, I'm almost sometime. Yeah, what cool. are you playing, Shelby? What are you working on? Um, I'm like bouncing around to a lot of different games. Um, I streamed a little, um, infamous second son, uh, talk a little bit more about that next week. I played a little bit of divinity original sin, which, um, is hyper intimidating and, uh, all the D and D stuff you guys mm-hmm. threw around a second ago. I was just like, mm, yeah, if I knew these things, I'd probably be a lot better <laughs> equipped to actually know what, which way is up in divinity original sin. Divinity is hard to jump back into. Like if oh, you're gone for a while and you're like, okay, what was going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. But, um, th- what I've mainly been looking at is life is strange part two. Um, I'm kind of working through that. Spoke a little bit of it about it last week. Um, I'm in episode two. There's, they introduced the Captain Spirit character, which is what the entire prequel to season two is. It's was like about. the middle part, right? Yeah. But it's the bridge between one and two. Right. So, like, I know that there's more content there. So, I'm feeling like I'm missing something. But at the same mm-hmm. time, the game doesn't feel incomplete. So, I think it's just me psyching myself out. Um, not much more to say. feels like the characters are getting a little bit more um, independent. They're embracing their independence, which is cool. Hmm. And they walk this really interesting line where you have the older brother and the younger brother. And the older brother either has to choose to be more of a parent. Hey, this is how you should act. Or does he play the role of the cool older brother? And do you get to choose those kind of options? Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. A little bit. A little bit. So uh, it's pretty neat. Like there's a port- part where the younger brother swears. And it's like, correct him for swearing or tell him, <laughs> hey, it's cool. Don't worry about it. So it's yeah. it's, it's interesting. Swear back at him. Swear back. So, 
Would you still call it uh, Life is Sad? I mean, yeah. There's definitely like some sad undertones, but I think that first episode is setting the stage for the rest of the series. And, you know, I think episode two, it really allows those characters to breathe a little bit and step into their independence. Whereas that first episode is just devastating. Like it wipes out their support system. They're forced to leave and go off the road. So that first episode is like, whoa, this is super heavy. Like this is watching a movie of the highest caliber that you would see at the Academy Awards. Um, So it's getting better um, and I'm enjoying it. I know Sean mentioned how good the music was uh, last episode and man, you're spot on. Mm -hmm. And, And after you identified that, I would go back and play some pieces and the music is doing so much work in this game to set the yeah. stage and play on your emotions. I'm just blown away by they it. They know how to hit you with some good, like some strings or whatever, and like a sad kind of somber moment or something like that. Like they're good. Yeah. Yeah. It always has good music. I feel like. Yeah. True. The only things that I will say in terms of like frustration points is there's some of those points in that game where it's, um, it's a or B and I always want to answer like in the middle. You know what I mean? It's like you are Paragon <laughs> or you are Renegade. Like there is no middle ground. But I Mass think... Effect Two did that in the yeah. best. Yeah. Out of any game. Yeah, Kotor was kind of nice that way too. Back in the, I think Kotor Two had uh, where you could be like Sith, more Sith or Jedi, but then you could also be like I think you could be kind of be like a gray because uh, you got pr- that was EA also, right? Yeah. It was Bioware. Yes, or same team. It was Bioware, so same Mass Effect, uh, yes. That's cool, Shelby. So I'm curious to see when our website goes up what review you give ooh, Life is Strange ooh, to. Now we're talking. It's going to be so, so good. <laughs> Can't wait. You got to wait till you I finish. Know. The end could ruin everything. You never know. <laughs> yes, it could. What? It'd be his fault. Cause <laughs> it's true. Us, right? <laughs> um, what about you, Sean? What are you playing? I was on a boating trip for most of the last week, but... Last night and a few other nights, I've been playing Crusader Kings 2, which isn't a new game or anything by any means, but uh, I had been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey for the last, like, two or three weeks, and that was all, you know, Greek, Greek, Greek. So I went into Crusader Kings 2, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and bring back the, uh, like, Kingdom of Greece, because Crusader Kings starts in the year, like, 700 or something, so Greece is long, like, not BC, this is, like, CE or whatever. What is it now? Yes. Yeah, Common Era. Um, So Greece as a power doesn't really exist. It starts with like the Byzantines are there, like they're basically the after Rome people. So I'm like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to try and bring back the Hellenic uh, faith and stuff like that, which is basically like, you know, Greek gods uh, religion. So I built like a secret underground secret society that that we supposedly were, we were Orthodox (laughs) christians but we secretly um were hellenic and so we were like praising like jupiter and stuff like that and eventually got enough people to come out of the shadows and be like yeah yeah we like the greek gods what about it or whatever and then i i yesterday formed the olympic champ olympic champions or something like that so i'm working i i technically am under a, a minion or like a vassal of the like emperor of the Byzantine empire. But I'm like building this smaller nation underneath of like Greek loyalists and stuff like that. And eventually we're going to rise up, you know, we're going to take over. We're going to be all Greek champions all over the world. This is your Greek talk on uh, podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, I've got a little history so lesson So that's here. my thing. I was like, I'm going to do it. That's cool. I love the history in that. That's like a top down Civ-esque type game, right? 
yeah it's a grand strategy game i think is what okay. they technically call it but um yes it's like it's historically based but it's like alternate history because you jump in at like a time period like when um i'm trying to think of someone like when william the conqueror takes over england you jump in then and you can pick either england or william or you can pick any little even minor dude and if you go into it with like a goal in mind because it covers all of western europe all the way over to india and like tibet and stuff so every little area of the map has its own microcosm of like goals or play style and stuff so uh, if you like history and strategy games crusader kings is fun to mess around with well rev do you play any games like civ i've seen you as like no not necessarily I'll, i'll end up just getting mad at them uh when i when i realize at some point that uh, like I would usually really get mad at like uh, Warcraft and stuff like that because I just I, I turn it into more of a sim game and once the 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 combat or any sort of back and forth between anywhere else I'm like just let me make my stuff Leave yeah you just want to build a city or a city builder or whatever yeah. and even then with like even some of those sim games it just gets down to the point where I'm just like let's now cause right. chaos yep. like Sim City where you want to turn on like okay I'm gonna have Bowser attack my city now <laughs> everything yeah. uh-huh. uh, tsunami yep. earthquake fire done. A little too real right now. All at once? Why not? <laughs> um, well, that sounds good, Sean. I'm glad you're enjoying that. I'm also appreciating the history lesson. I would like to <laughs> definitely learn. I learned a lot today. Um, <laughs> good. Now teach it to your students, and then I will feel... I'm ter- That'd be weird in my <laughs> math class, but okay. Um, all right, guys. We're going to drop what we're doing today. No, uh, Pythagoras I think we should... is in uh, Assassin's yes. Creed Odyssey. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's cool. I actually had to use that theorem uh, like a couple weeks ago, and one of my coworkers was like, "What are you doing that for?" And I kind of looked at her like, "What do you mean? What are you doing that for? You should know." <laughs> this is math. And this is math, and we're trying to find. Anyway, um, what I think we should move into news, if that's good for you guys. Let's move into news Let's right do now. It. And okay. Sean, why don't you start us off with your story you found about unionization? Well, speaking of Crusader Kings oh. and whatnot uh paradox interactive which is the company that publishes and develops those games the ones that a lot of grand strategy games like they have um they have like space games they have europa universalis they have a bunch of games they actually own a few they own like um what's the city builder city skylines they own a bunch of games but they're based out of sweden and this week they they backed the effort to unionize the game developers and their companies. So wow. like 200 plus staff of theirs are now approved to be basically like to be unionized and to bring forward a collective bargaining agreement with their company. And the company's like actually like behind it. Cause a lot of companies like game developers have been trying to unionize for a long time, whether it's at EA or Activision right. or, or anywhere and up till now, mostly it's all just been like kind of indie or smaller, right. like real small devs. So this is a bigger company and they are based in Europe, but I guess Ubisoft is as well and stuff. Yeah. So it's, they, they actually go on and say, the company says, we're proud both as a Swedish company and as a member of the games industry to add our name to the roster of companies who support unionization their head of human resources said in in their press release. So they actually put out a press release saying we're, we're letting our devs unionize. And the reason like some people hate unions because it gives like, you know, then people are asking for people a chance to, right. Yeah. Cause you can get too much power. Like, unions can get a red rap. 
Well, and it gives people a chance to not work their full effort at times. Like, they can use that as a shield to protect bad work habits at times. But it also protects hard workers. It's a double it's a double edged sword. Exactly. In the game dev industry, there's so many stories and you know, horror stories and stuff of crunch times. Yeah, and, crunch and not has been being the big thing. Fairly compensated and stuff. So unionization has been very much fiercely like countered by the the big companies. They don't want that to happen because they don't want to have to, you know, not have crunch or pay you know, they don't want to have to change their ways. So a lot of them fight that. So companies going over to this unionization will be, I think, better for the devs. You know, mm-hmm. it might not change how good games are or not. Like, people could probably argue both ways. You know, the devs are working harder or are enjoying what they're doing, so they're putting out a more quality product, but they're coming out slower. You know, it's hard to argue right. one way to see until it happens to know what the effects are really going to be. But um, don't some of the devs like crunch? <laughs> i don't like I for don't real know. some some people thrive in that right like some of them like it, it i know rockstar was trying to make it sound like it's a choice mm-hmm. which I, I doubt it is because you get pressures from people but some people like that like if think of like a college kid there's some people that take like they work on their paper every day and they hit like a week before it's done mm-hmm. edit it and then there's the kids like me who did it the night before me too. and would stay up then you that little procrastination fire to write something and some of those devs like that like like that heat but i i mean it takes time away from your family i get it and they're mm-hmm. working professionals i think if it's a choice um, and you can I, choose to be doing yeah. it then that's one thing but it's hard because then you get Same. peer pressure and everything else kind of in there you know well and, and to find choice i mean people want to be a part of a team and a group right so if everybody else is like putting in extra hours to ensure that a product gets done you don't want to be the only guy in the team not pulling your weight Yep. So before you know it, you're doing crunch because I want to crunch, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, there's so many factors that play into this. I mean, unionization has to be a thing that the industry continues to talk about. Um, this is one of the only industries and well, this is one of the few industries where this is a marriage of art and software. And because of that, like the time involved into create a vision is so much deeper than maybe some of the other mediums that we see out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to downplay other mediums, but I think that there's just so much labor that goes into these different games that it requires that crunch at times. And just finding a way to safeguard those, those individuals that are in the trenches is the right way to move forward. It, it's way harder to make a video game than to make a TV show or a, uh, a well, movie. no because like that's one person's creative vision one person's far. telling them, i'll go that far dude it takes like <laughs> a video game can take three to four years to make and people can get a pilot for a tv show and that thing can be up and running in three months and there's a lot of really crap and I, there's great tv shows that take more time it's i guess it could be same it, art's hard because video games are hard <laughs> art's hard that's my hot take art's hard art, art is hard, art is hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh... you heard it here first folks art is hard uh, so let's hop into our next news story. This is um, regarding EA and bringing Ooh. their products back to Steam. So as many of you may know, um, EA pulled a lot of their franchises off of Steam back in, uh, I want to say it was 2013 when they started their own launcher. And now they are bringing those products back to Steam. So that's kind of an interesting development. I don't know if they're saying, okay, Origins didn't work. Origins is their launcher, by the way or what happened but um yeah, yeah all those products are coming back to steam which is cool are they still using origin right now they though? are i think it's kind of like a ubisoft launcher thing so like when you launch the game on steam 
it sends you to origin and then out or something like that i think i haven't i haven't confirmed that they have said they're planning to bring their ea access like their subscription thing that they have they're planning to bring that to steam as well which is interesting because you're going through steam so to me that says that origin isn't getting as many like views or launches or their store isn't as successful maybe as they've wanted it to be you know so maybe they're just trying to get because steam is like undoubtedly the the largest pc platform for for viewer or not viewers for um you know for buyers and for consumers and stuff like that so i always thought it was funny that ea pulled out of steam way back in the day I mean, I get that they wanted to set their own launcher and they didn't want to do their share with Steam because EA wanted all the money versus giving 30% or whatever it is to Steam. Standard EA move. Oh, yeah. So they made Origin and stuff, and I just don't know if it's doing as well after all this time as they want, or they're just like, we need to bring more eyes on it or something. Well, how many people do you know using Origin? Daily? I don't know. Yeah, they only yeah. do The only people I ever see using Origin or opening Origin is when they want to play a, a game on there that they have to, like Battlefield or Battlefront or something. I think something. it's becoming clear to me that it's a two-man race between Steam and Epic right now. And everyone mm-hmm. in developers are saying, I'm just going to align myself with these. Yeah. Or they're realizing, just put my games available everywhere, then everyone can play them on whatever they're comfortable with, which and is I a real smart move. I think that's the path forward for EA, personally. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think there was a time where everybody was trying to own the store, own the launcher. You know what I mean? And right, that's where that right. that's where that origin mm-hmm. came from. You know, if you look at uh, EA's past five or ten years, they really have had a lot of misses in their catalog. Anthem. Anthem, um, the Star Anthem. Wars franchise, <laughs> that Battlefront oh, yeah, game should have sold. But that got Buku that's bucks. better now. The second one is better. Yeah, what I'm yeah. getting at is they don't have that hot commodity that I think they had when they started the Origin launcher. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to come play this game here because that's the only place you can play it. Whereas mm-hmm. now they're kind of on their heels a little bit, and um, I think they have to release this across the board rather than just right. keeping it in one launcher. What gets me about the Anthem too, just a quick aside, is that team the they're gonna make an anthem too and i think that's what they're talking about and what worries me is are we ever gonna get another dragon's age i hope so i love dragon age (laughs) that was right i'm waiting for another one the world needs it in this time (laughs) yeah bioware has been slipping a lot lately and that's unfortunate because they're one of my favorite developers like i love the mass effect series and dragon age Mm -hmm. i i even like dragon age 2 a bit even though a lot of people didn't um uh yeah bioware has been real sad with mass effect andromeda being kind of a big flaw oh that was that was horrendous wasn't exactly bioware because they outsourced it yeah i hope they can bring and then anthem came out and anthem kind of was a flop and then dragon age inquisition people were hitter it was very hot and cold on it so i'm hoping they can kind of return to form it would be awesome my dream would be them to make like a kotor 3 or something like that Mm -hmm. but yeah well, I think them just giving... They have to give up some stuff and get back to games. This is what EA, like Jake Shelby's point, everyone's trying to do a launcher. I think a lot of companies are like, we're not launchers. We're, like it, like Nintendo gave up on, we're not going to make hardware. We're going to outsource good hardware and focus on content and mm-hmm. design of hardware and get other companies that can make the pieces really well. Yeah. Right? Like, And the Switch is great. Big fan of my Switch. I can't say that enough. <laughs> I am a Switch diehard, Nintendo diehard. But uh, I think... I, I'm gonna. I'd be surprised if we don't see more companies moving to 
one of those two stores from this. Or oh, interesting. Speaking of um, stores that are taking up headlines, our third and final story of the week regards uh, Twitch.io, and they are selling a bundle currently with 700 plus games for $5. And this is all to support the NAACP, Legal Defense and Educational Fund, and the community. Did you say Twitch? Did you say. Sorry, I did. Did you say Twitch.io? It's uh, itch.io. It's itch. itch.io. Start over. That <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel it like is. it's important yes, it to know. Yeah, that's like, like we don't. It's, <laughs> is it so you buy the bundle and you get 700 games? Yeah, yeah. And I was just looking on their site and it is just insane. 700, it turns out, is a lot of different. Uh, has a is a big number with a lot of product involved, so you can scroll for a lifetime on here. It feels I, like I yeah. feel so overwhelmed by that. Yeah, that'd be like my whole Steam library oh. just getting dropped on me all at once, <laughs> versus over the years. It's like boom. Yes. What are some of the games on there? Um, it's I mean it's a long list. Um, I am currently looking at a story from Kotaku, and they have Night in the Woods featured. They have Oxenfree featured. And the third one, I am it not sure what game that is, like, but I mean the the list goes on forever. It seems like yeah, it's about like sewer rate. It's a lot of like indie games that are really random. Tiny mm. Adventure Pack Plus, Night in the Woods, Plant Daddy. Uh, oh, that Cuckoo Castle looks kind of cool. It kind of reminds me of when you would get like oh one of those old yeah. ROMs, and it would have. <laughs> like a billion games and you're like that one doesn't even use like correct characters i'm just gonna play it and see <laughs> yeah, what happens uh-huh. or like all of the different like pac-man variants and it was just the the sprites were just changed a little bit right. on it. it's like those demo discs almost they would get with like pc magazine yeah. or pc gamer stuff like that and it's like 30 games and most of them are like half completed like they were all supposed to be demos but they weren't even like finished products in any way and stuff but yeah this bundle looks cool like a lot of it they they do say that it has it they're like full-fledged indie games some of them are like personal projects of like developers or things so i feel like if you are new to pc gaming or you know you just kind of want to fill out a small uh, a library it's like five dollars you can't go wrong yeah helping like good causes and stuff i'm kind of tempted to be honest with you (laughs) some of these games have really cool pictures like when i look at the art fossil hunters like you could make like a little cool um oh my god there's a game called super bernie's world and it's bernie sanders as super mario hmm see told you told you that's what they do they change the yeah 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 that's all it is oh my god um Um, i gotta read i gotta read the synopsis for this run and jump your way across 11 states and district of columbia as bernie and free the usa from the clutches of four republicans in their castle lair great one of the levels is Ohio. World 2-3 Ohio. <laughs> it's like at 700 games uh, for $5. Like, you play seven games, or you play five games for one hour, and you're hitting, you know, you're making your money back. You like That's seven hundredths of a cent per game. You're paying, like, a yeah. se- a seven hundredths of a, pe- a penny. And I also want to give props yeah. to itch.io. That's itch.io. And, uh, <laughs> the many different artists and publishers and programmers who put their stuff on the site to be a part of this, because this world is very uncomfortable right now. There's, there has to be change made. I think a lot of people are 
trying to figure out how to make change. And I think this is just absolutely stellar. Like they're raising money for these organizations that are going to help provide change today and for the years to come and just props to uh, itch.io and the developers behind Really this. quick, I'm going to do a random scroll and just name a game that comes up when I do it. Okay, just to tell you what kind of content. Okay, Uh-oh. first one I get, great. Hot gay bro dragons. Okay, next one. Nice. Uh, I hope that's double dragon uh, reskin. I do too. I feel like hot and dragon is almost like a double, you know, like it's like dragons are obviously going to be hot, uh, right? Yes. Idio Octopus. Uh, <laughs> deliver a pizza simulator. Okay. A gun house. That one sounds cool. Uh, they're just. Deliver a pizza simulator. Yes. That could get real Bowls of real quick, huh? like, I feel like. Yes. If you're a content creator, I feel like you could get. So much out of that. Dozens of hours of like. You know, content. I'm, I'm gonna buy it. I think I just because I think <laughs> I think he keeps going. That's five bucks. That's a deal, bro. Up. That's a deal. I did always want to try oh, yeah. Night in the Woods too, so that's kind of interesting. You just you don't have to explain it. You don't gotta explain it to us. You gotta explain for it to your sh- wife. Why? It's just five dollars. It's five dollars for seven hundred games. <laughs> five dollars. Show her hot, hot, hot gay bro <laughs> dragons. Or... <laughs> I'm more into the Bernie simulator. For, to be honest with you, that, uh, that one's kind there, of good. There you go. Games... When your wife comes and goes, hey, what is this $5 charge? And you're like, I was supporting Bernie. It's all good. You just <laughs> let it go. There you go. <laughs> On that note, I think we should move in to the wrap of our show to emails. Speaking of our So I got a couple questions for us. So we're just going to take three. I have four, but we could take them. We'll see how you guys feel. Okay, first one is from. So you pick the best three. I usually do. Okay, I try to pick three or four. The one person, the one person will know that theirs wasn't chosen and be like, "Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, I usually yes. do." No big deal. I know from all five of the emails we get. Yeah. Write better questions. Grammar counts, people. I'm a teacher. No, uh, this is from Joe in Vancouver, and if you want to email us, the email is emails with an S. Emails at underpoweredmedia.com. Hey guys, hard question for you. Would you take ten million dollars? But you have to be dropped anywhere on the planet. Do we get to choose where we get dropped? No, it's you're dropped oh. random. So how's <laughs> to say that? Hard question for you. Would you take ten million dollars, but you have to be dropped anywhere random on uh, the planet? But you get ten million dollars. When mm-hmm. do you get the ten million dollars? Okay, yeah, you take it, the ten million with you, you. Do you get the ten million dollars yeah. before? Because if that's like that's fine. Yeah, I'll just buy whatever. a helicopter. I'll, or I'll, yeah, I assume. Let's say it's cash. <laughs> sure. Wait. So is it cash? Um, Ooh, drug money. Hmm. Oh, dude, you're not making out of there alive. There's no way. <laughs> right? You have like a, just like a duffel bag full of cash. No, Target I'm not taking it one. because first off, the planet is 24% of the planet is land. So more than likely you're going to land in the middle of the ocean if it's random. If it's like a random like spin the globe and hit it, you're going to be like in the middle of the Atlantic with $10 million, not on an island. So science float on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And survive <laughs> and hope that money's going to help me for a little bit. Yeah. As a shark rips off my legs as I'm going, or the water's too cold, like you're in the Bering Strait, you're gonna last all the five minutes before you drown. It's also ten million dollars in one dollar bills. Uh-huh. You can make a raft. Rev, would you take it? Um, once you scienced it yeah. a little bit, probably yeah. not, unless I can do a little bit of purchasing right beforehand. Yeah. Like I can buy a raft um, and a life vest. Yeah, and a flare, like a life raft in like a a, a GPS, yeah. like a, a satellite phone. Yeah, um, 
so I could just call in aid, I think that would be fine. But yeah, if it's just here's the money and you just get dropped, uh, that would not be yeah. good. No. And now that, now that I think about it, you wouldn't even know where you are without a GPS. Like if you were just oh, dropped yeah, somewhere, it's like good luck. But you know, if you're smart enough to have like an iWatch on you or something, you know what I mean? Like uh, some some <laughs> type of if you have your phone, you might be okay. So it depends how much we can game it. If we if we have no influence, then I don't. I wouldn't take it. But if you get like half the money beforehand or something, you can spend it. It's like if it's like naked and afraid, you get your one item or something like that. Then that show I feel like should be called Naked and Uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really scared ever. <laughs> that just looks all like. Uh... And everybody's uncomfortable. Yes. The yeah. People watching, yes. the Dirty. people out there, yes. the camera crew. Mm-hmm. We had a friend who edited it, uh, Sean and I, and he would send us pictures of the editing. Like one guy got really sick, but it was a dude swimming, and you just see his bare ass like swimming. And he's like, "This is what I'm working on." <laughs> yeah. So that simple. I think a majority of us say no now. Okay, this next one is from Wes in Marysville. Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Simple question. Would you rather buy something that was half off or something that was buy one, get one free? BOGO. Always go for the BOGO. <laughs> buy one, get one free? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in that That's camp true. too. Like, whenever I'm at the grocery store, it's like, oh, if I buy two of these, I can get a third one? Hell yeah! Like... <laughs> That's a whole different level. Like, if I see prime rib that's half off, I'm like, oh, okay. But if I see I can get three steaks and one of them's free or two, well, buy one, get one, come on. Half off denotes that they're trying to get True. rid of it. Yes. Whereas BOGO means, I guess, the same thing. <laughs> but it just seems nicer. Like, it's not yeah. like, it's like, this is such, this is, you know, we got to get it out right now. Half off. We're slashing the prices yeah. as opposed to, we just have a lot of these right yes. now. Yes. Half off is like, it's going to expire tomorrow or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, yeah. I mean, if it's like BOGO for like a dishwasher, I don't know that I need two dishwashers either. Oh. Oh, so you're saying like, depend- mm-hmm. like we're all, I think we're all thinking like groceries or something like that or like, but yeah, if you're going big, like, yeah, like absolutely. House, we won't buy one, get one free. Or do you want a house that's half off? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give me a second free house that I can rent out and make passive income from. Come on. Hook me up right now. Yeah, if it's like right next door <laughs> right next door where I can just build like a tunnel between like a couple of the like walls and just boom, suddenly I have a, a huge That'd house. Awesome. Yeah. And depending on what yeah. day of the week it is, you're like, I feel like being in the West House. Do I have to pay taxes on the free house? That's the question I have there. <laughs> yes. You always have to okay. pay Probably. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Then oh, I would just yeah. rent that. Mm-hmm. Out. I was thinking like I could turn it into a really cool like play playhouse. It's like okay, this is my whatever room. This is whatever. I worked with someone that was on the prices right, and she won the um she won the end. I forget what it's called, but the very end, you know, she won the whole game. Oh, the showcase, the showcase. showdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she won that and won. I think it was like twenty thousand dollars plus a car and a trip and stuff. And she said she had to sell the car to pay off the taxes on the 20000 which she used to pay off her student loans. She's like, the only thing I really got out of it was the trip. The trip was That's awesome. That's cool. Oh, but the yeah. only thing. Like, <laughs> oh, I just got a free trip. Come on. Yeah, and she made she paid off her student loans. That sounds like a deal. Well, Rev, you're a game show expert. You've been on the wheel, haven't you? Yeah, I was on Wheel of Fortune. Um, I was able to solve one puzzle. <laughs> and I basically, I king, made, I king made the guy next to me. Um, because I hit bankrupt three times and lose a turn uh, once. So, yeah. So, uh, I ended up with a little bit of money, but yeah, basically it paid for the trip. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. all of that. So, yeah, it's like, I got to, like, I got to go down to LA and experience oh, all yeah. of that. So it was but fun. But you got to be on the show. That's a big deal yeah, too. That's like, for sure. I would love to be on Jeopardy or that would be my one, but I, I always take the test for it and I get kind of close. I got to do it for teacher week, I think. 
Oh yeah. If they just have like anime as a topic, memes, <laughs> I think I'm good. That's the thing is, if the topics fall wrong on Jeffrey, then you're boned. But if like, you have ones that you know, you're like, yes. Mixed martial arts, Pokemon, it'll be like, yes, you'll see me go, <laughs> yes, things like that. Uh, things you can use to drink beer faster, you know, whatever, devices, <laughs> both kind of things. I, I'm in the Bogo camp, I think, too, after that, because it's, you get, extra's always better. It's from Adrian in Tacoma. Hey, guys, after you and Shelby talk about God of War, I had a question. Which video game character would you want to be your parent? Oh, to be Ooh. my parent. Hmm. My parent. Definitely not Kratos. He seems like a bad dad. <laughs> Boy. 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 Uh, we all go quiet because we're all really thinking hard about it. I know. That's, I know. Yeah, who do I want to be my dad? <laughs> That's a good question. Or mom. Or mom. <laughs> yeah. Or, or mom. both. Who's going to be your... Does it, do they have to be from the same universe? Could I pick a mom? Uh-huh. Okay. Right. <laughs> we are, everyone um, is literally looking up or stroking their chin well, right now. okay. Right? For dad... Oh, you're I kind of want to say Bowser because he has kids and they seem pretty happy. Bowser, yeah. Bowser, dude, you live in a castle, you get some cool things. But uh, Mario, flying be... little machines. That's actually a pretty decent dad. answer. Bowser is now, now yeah. that now yeah. that you're now you're talking me into it. Yeah, he would give you like uh, a flying contraption with a helicopter on the right, bottom. I don't even know what right, you call that right. thing, but but I don't think he he loves you. I don't know if he's a good dad. <laughs> yeah. I think he tries, but he he like manipulates you to do things you don't want to do. Well, like all parents, I kind of do that with my kid. Like, hey, take this garbage out. I don't want to. Well, if you do it, you can do and, this. And then, and then when, uh, when S gets real, he's just like, well, just go defend this. Ca- this castle's yours now. Congratulations. Yeah. And <laughs> I would just be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, are you going to help no. me, Dad? No. no. I, I like... But you got some cool toys in there. <laughs> he has, what, eight kids? Bowser Jr. and then the other Koopa kids? Yeah. yeah. I, like, I don't know. I like how you're concerned that Bowser's going to manipulate his children. But when we started our conversation today, <laughs> your son was like i don't like dogs and you're like but don't worry i just recorded air bud on the television he's gonna come around <laughs> this is true this is true this is true this is true i was i was thinking link because he doesn't he doesn't speak and he wouldn't really be able to like like punish you or things that much but then i was like but then he's never gonna talk and, but then you're uh, gonna have his fairy to always go hey listen hey <laughs> hey which is like a mom Hey, listen, listen. And, and don't get into any sort of, like, uh, ceramics oh, yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he will just destroy everything There's you make. No storage. I made this for you, Dad. Crash. <laughs> what did you do? Looking for a rupee? Mm, no so, heart, nothing. I changed uh, my vote to Donkey Kong. Because then we could just swing through the trees together and eat yeah. all day and live in the jungle. Donkey Kong Jr. saves him. So he obviously loves his dad yeah. and Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> um, which I think Donkey Kong Jr., is Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Country, and Donkey uh, Kong becomes Cranky Kong if we go. Canonical. What's the lore? Yeah, my son's gotten really into Donkey Kong Country. I've been doing some research. Um, also, I think a good mom. You kind of want like Samus would might be a good mom. She seems. She Metroid. seems like a uh, an absentee <laughs> mom. She's always saving the planet. Yeah. Yeah, she's always doing something else. So, like, if we're going to go on that, I would rather choose Mother Brain because you always know where she's going to yeah. be at. And she seems to love all of her uh, weird creatures. This is true. And you would have to be smart, true. you know, as, as Mother Brain's child because <laughs> that's what she's going for. Right, brain, right, right, right. Or you're going to be a giant dragon demon uh, like Ridley. Her mom's. Oh. Zelda, just to round it out. Because she's got magic. Wow. And she hot. She's always she's always <laughs> she's, in trouble though. Not when she's she'd she, be absentee too. 
This yeah. is true. And your mom can teach you the way of the ninja. <laughs> yeah, my my mom is Princess <laughs> Zelda. I think she has bipolar disorder because she's like fighting enemies one moment and then turns around and she's a pretty princess the next. I don't know. That's that's a really good question. You go a lot of different ways with that. Yeah. I, w- I would think like somebody that's a healer for a mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Someone to take care of you yeah. and heal in some capacity. A white mage from Final Fantasy? White Done. mage. Do we Jaina Proud? Uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from WoW. Oh, from WoW? She's a, she's a crazy yeah. awesome. That's I was thinking. I thought of Thrall first, and I was like, "Yeah, Ooh, I want Thrall to be my daddy." Thrall would be an awesome dad. Teach you the way there the we go for sure. <laughs> oh, I got one more. Do we want to do one more, or do we want to call it? Is it good? You're the one that's deciding whether it's good or not. I like it. <laughs> oh. uh, okay. I, I think we should call it. I think we should call it. I think that was a good one to end on. I think that's a good one to end on. Um, oh, man. You know that could have been any email. It could have been the best email ever, and we were still going to be like, wow, bad judgment, Casey. That's I'll say it for next week. Really I'll say, yeah, exactly. That's why I made that. Because um, that – right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Bowser. There you go. Job. There you go. So, uh, so Rev, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, anything – how can people follow you, get in touch, yeah. get some of your content? I'm pretty easy to follow across uh, most social media if you just go uh, at Revin Fuego on Instagram and uh, Twitter, and then the Revin Fuego on Facebook. Um, just search for it. it's really easy to find. Also, just if you go to kisw.com, there's a whole thing with BJ and Migs that you can find all of our social media platforms. So that um, BJ and Migs. BJ Geek Nation uh, is the one that you can find for BJJ's Geek Nation. And then Grit City Podcast, if you want to learn about what the weirdness of Tacoma is about, uh, that's the the best way to do yes. so, to be perfectly honest, because we find a <laughs> lot of awesome. really weird stuff. That's awesome. Cool. And if you want to follow us, you can check us out at on Twitter at underpoweredpod, on Instagram at under.powered. Uh, also send us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com. And we also launched our Discord just a couple weeks ago, so come check us out. Guys, thanks for being on the cast today, and uh, we out, huh? Play your game.